What do you do when you realize that you're a woman trapped in a man's body? What do you do when you realize the man you married is a woman? In this series, we reflect on our past to discuss how we got here and explore where we can go from this point moving forward. Hi, welcome to The Rage. My name is Jennifer Termini. And I'm Callista Termini. And today we're talking about boobs. I have them, and now she has them. Yes, I do. And I'm so happy about that. It's so bizarre yeah. to like know that you've got boobs. Boobs. Yeah. yeah. To even be having this conversation. But <laughs> I know this is really important to you. So Yeah. Uh, you know, um, we had actually filmed an episode before I went into surgery and yeah. uh, we looked at it and we we're like, I look terrible, first of all. Well, you looked a little bit like Fire Marshal Bill. Like, <laughs> no joker. I don't her know hair what that means. Was, you, you don't know who Fire Marshal Bill is? No. It's Jim Character's, Jim Carrey's character in, in Living Color. Oh, you're comparing <laughs> me to a man? How dare well, you? No, it was more that he's a fire marshal and he's been burned in many. <laughs> okay. <laughs> many yeah, fires. my hair looked very singed. It looked very ratty. <laughs> and I took one look at myself. I was just like, oh my God, no. So um, so that episode has been burned. Uh, speaking of fire marshal, Bill. <laughs> no uh, pun intended. Yeah, that episode went that way. Um, but no, we had talked about me getting ready and um, I had had a consult and what I wanted. Um, and I think one of the things that we didn't really touch upon that we wanted to mention was like, um, this is something that has been really three years in coming. Um, Meaning you know, that the minute you came out, you wanted boobs? Well, I think it's a big, big part of transition, the physical transition, because the confidence it gives you mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, speaking for myself, the confidence it gives me to wear something and to feel like it fits correctly, as opposed to putting something in there that is, you know, like an... A, an, an implant isn't the right word, but like yeah, stuff in a sock in your bra, kind of like that. I mean, they make these things like I mean, they're made for like women who want to just add like a cup or two to their um, to their bra size, and so they're just like I call them cutlets, like they're little silicone cutlets. Shoot, I should have brought one down. A chicken um, cutlet. It's like a chicken cutlet, and you would put it under your uh, breast inside the cup, and it would push them up. Okay. Anyway, so I felt like if I left the house without those, I felt like I was naked. Right. Um, so this gives me so much more self-confidence. Yeah. It gives you that Jessica Rabbit aesthetic. Well, I wouldn't go that far. You don't think so? Well, I mean, Jessica I mean, Rabbit, she had like the, I mean, those proportions were a little... A, a little extreme. Well, you didn't go small. No, I didn't go small, but I didn't go huge either. But you wanted to in the beginning. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Yeah, I did. I think I wanted to. Well, it's interesting because I I knew what I wanted. And I think it was, I, I think someone said that I was saying that I wanted double D. Oh, yeah. At one time. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what you were saying. Yeah. And that isn't what I got. I got something smaller than that. Yeah. Well, I think I talked you off the ledge on that one a little bit. Yeah. Because I'm like, big boobs aren't all that they're cracked up to be. I mean... 
yeah, they can be great in certain outfits and certain environments. But generally speaking, if you want to jog with big boobs, like you've got to wear a super duper sports bra or two bras. Mm-hmm. You have to, you know, you're just limited in the type of clothing. I'm going to just share a quick little story about big boobs and how it comes back. Like people remember, you know, when your boobs are kind of flying around. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm picturing that visual. It's kind of hard not to. So I was recently dating someone that remembered me from my childhood. He remembered me jogging on this pathway in my hometown. (laughs) At least this is the story that he told me. And I remember feeling very self-conscious because I, I wasn't like hip to the fact that I needed proper breast support so anyway he has this memory of like me bouncing down (laughs) the pathway and i thought and i remember being really self-conscious about it so i was like oh having all these flashbacks of just how awkward it can be to deal with big boobs so Mm -hmm. i was kind of saying to you like be careful what you wish for because you could end up with something way too big you won't be able to fit into some of the cool little style tops that you Mm -hmm. you know you won't be able to wear cute little lacy bras you're gonna have sweat under your boobs i mean there's like some downsides sure sure there is i think part of the issue for me was uh, because I went through a male um, puberty um, my shoulders are a bit wider Mm -hmm. and so proportionately I wanted to make sure it wasn't too small I wanted to make sure it didn't look like mosquito bites on my chest yeah and why waste the money and the time to just get two little tangerines for sure for sure Um, and so (laughs) yeah that reminds me of the idea of tangerines in a tube sock which is what happens when you're like 80 (laughs) <laughs> and your boobs are like Boop. speak for that, yourself that's another thing you don't want huge boobs and then you get older and they're down to your knees sure no for sure um <laughs> you're like you're ruining my fantasy for, thanks for that visual yeah <laughs> no um now i'm completely distracted by that oh god Ooh. um yeah so anyway but the thing is is like um i didn't want to go too big like you're saying and you and other people were like hey listen you're a professional Mm -hmm. you don't want to go out there you don't want to look like a stripper who just got off the pole and i was like duly noted um and uh i have heard and seen that a lot of trans women do end up um overdoing it for the very same reason that I did, because uh, it is something that we really want and we feel that the more of it we have, the more feminine. It's a universal sign of femininity. Yes. Kind of recognized in around the world sign language. Like you don't have to say a word, (laughs) like there it is. Yeah, yeah. Fertility, there's something very primal about it probably, which is why guys stare at them. Yeah. So I did end up going smaller and I think I'm pretty happy. I mean, there is that part of me that will always be like, oh, I wish they were a little bit bigger. But even if I'd gone really? bigger, yeah. And even I if I'd tickling my face. gone bigger, hair maybe. Yeah. Um, even if I'd gone bigger, I probably still would have been like, oh, like I think no matter what. Okay. It's like one of those things like, you know how with a lot of things that we do in life, it's we get something and we're very excited about it. And then like once the newness wears off, we're always like, oh, well, I wish it was just this or I wish it was just that. And even my doctor, my surgeon had gone and said, um, when I went in there, I said, you know, this is perfect. You gave me exactly what I asked for. Um, I mean, when you went back for a follow up yeah. to take the bandages off or whatever. Yeah, just for, for like my six week or you know, follow up. Um, and he asked me and I just said, 
exactly that. Um, it's great, but I wish it was a little bit bigger. Um, but I'm not unhappy at all. And he, Whitney said, that's what everybody says. And it didn't matter if you're a trans or cis or mm -hmm. anywhere in between. Um, but don't you think that once the dust settles and you are you are living with your boobs for a length of time that you'll mm -hmm. be happy that they're not like oh, watermelons yeah. compared oh my to God. Yeah. you know great like what would you compare them as a fruit like grapefruit now or what how many cc's and how does that so relate right well what i'll first say is that you know i had um growth on my own from taking estrogen mm -hmm. for uh you know approximately three years before i actually had my um uh, my um operation mm -hmm. i was actually supposed to i had hoped to have mm -hmm. it um, about a year and a half after i started medically transitioning mm -hmm. and um i was with um it, it, and this is kind of like one of those things that sucks about being trans is that you know what you want what is going to like as as a woman uh going to help you to feel like you are in your body and and give you that confidence and that joy that you have so long sought after and in a way probably make you feel whole because you probably feel like you're missing of parts of oh my god of course who you are and who you need to be well and this comes down to the gender dysphoria mm -hmm. because when you look in the mirror and if you don't see something if it doesn't align with that internal vision it's a mm -hmm. source of extreme anxiety okay. i mean I don't even want to get into some of the things that people do to remedy that anxiety on their own. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, that being said, um, you know, my um, healthcare provider at the time, which was Kaiser Permanente, mm -hmm. uh, they really did this weird thing where they had me take pictures of myself, had me put my arms up like this and take pictures. And I had to send the pictures. I had to email them pictures. Like naked pictures of your breasts. Yeah, exactly and send them uh, to the department that uh, they have a trans care department here in Southern California. So it was no one that you had met in person. It was no just one. like sending it off into the to the wild. Yeah, I have no idea who looked at the pictures, who makes the determination, never met with them, never took my mental state or, you know, any of my distress into account, just looked at the pictures. And basically I had uh, developmentally, I had A cups, okay. you know, fa fairly nice size A cups on a, you know, 38 inch chest. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, proportionately speaking, that's not really, that's not going to do it. That's like the mosquito yeah. bites on, you know, on, <laughs> on a, a, I don't know, something. A linebacker? Yeah. yeah. Not yeah, really. Not quite that, but like mosquito bites on a plank of wood. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay. But my point being is that um, they denied me. They said just based on the picture. They just, just based said, on the picture. Denied. Yeah, they said, "Oh, look, you have the and they and so there's five stages to breast development. It's Tanner one through five, and so in a normal um, cis woman's um, puberty, um, there are five stages, and they basically said I was at stage three based on the pictures. Okay, and based on that, they said that I uh, was ineligible because it was considered cosmetic. Oh. and you know, again, uh, there was no appeal. There was no, um, never anyone who I talked to about this. It was all done via email, and it was just so insensitive. And I had already been spending, you know, over a thousand dollars a month for healthcare with this company. Yeah, to that have would them be disappointing. Me. So anyway, so um, I, I 
terminated my health care with them because I just that and for other reasons I really wasn't happy with the service I was getting as a yeah. trans person I felt like the gatekeeping and them determining what was appropriate for me was you know based on a committee or an individual who knew right. nothing about me but they weren't going to stop you from paying out of pocket they just were not going to pay for it under your health care yeah yeah. Exactly. But why should I why should I pay them more money? Why should I give anybody who's basically going to deny me care a dime more? Right. So at that point I decided to uh, switch insurance sure. companies to one that had a better health care plan for trans. And um, so anyway, so I'm very glad I did. I loved the doctor I had and I ended up getting exactly what I wanted. So Except for wishing they were just a little bit bigger. Always just a little bit bigger. <laughs> um, but the fact is, is that with the um, amount that I had on my own in terms of growth, um, the surgeon ended up putting in um, 415cc, um, uh, what's called um, cohesive gel, mm -hmm. uh, medium profile. Um, Wait, I know you mentioned that like projection mm -hmm. was more important than width is that like a length girth thing so, if we were to compare it to women? yeah so they have like the you know if you think about the you i think most people <laughs> i'm sorry wait, what i know you didn't even pay attention no, to what I, I, said. Oh, I said oh i said you said something about length and girth i'm like yeah. all of a sudden i'm like wait a second <laughs> maybe <laughs> i mean maybe anyway so continue yeah so anyway um so like the roundness like how round the implant is d will determine how much projection there is mm -hmm. um so they have a, a there's different sizes and different types and we don't need to go into all that nitty-gritty but i think the thing that's really cool about what i did get is that it's cohesive gel mm -hmm. and i know people um have worried about in the past like what happens if one breaks and um the silicone leaks out this is cohesive gel so they actually show pictures of where they cut it open and it just stays there oh okay so it doesn't just seep it can't like slowly seep into your lymphatic system and cause yeah. uh, damage over time yeah. which is a concern Absolutely. of saline implants or silicone implants yeah yeah silicone Exactly. Yeah. Saline's just salt water. Mm -hmm. um, but the problem with the salt water ones is they're a little too flabby, I guess, a little yeah. too... Uh, they don't have the feel of natural tissue. Exactly. Exactly. And so these ones definitely are more on the firm side. Mm -hmm. um, I know itching again. I'm so sorry. Okay. I'm so sorry. I don't know why I'm itching. Um, sorry. Yeah. So anyway, so that's what I end up getting. And um, so after the healing and all of that... So one thing that was really funny was, um, since this isn't my first surgery, not my first rodeo, right. when I went in for surgery that day, um, I really wasn't that nervous. I really wasn't that scared. Like the first time I went in for my facial feminization, freaked out. Like I was like a deer in the headlights the whole time. And going in this time, um, they're like the nurses were so great. They're like, okay, we're going to, you know, do this. And then we're going to do this. Like really being like nice and explained everything which surgery is the one that you asked for a mimosa at the end oh that was after I came out of anesthesia that was my facial feminization surgery oh, okay so I said something like is it time for mimosas you know <laughs> so what did you get after your breasts a bloody mary I don't think I got anything <laughs> that I don't sounds gross yeah. maybe a, a bellini okay I don't know whatever <laughs> um keep trying uh, <laughs> a cure royale um so yeah <laughs> 
anyway, um, they were, you know, trying to... Uh, <laughs> Okay, you're just being silly. Um, they're just trying to get me to uh, relax and everything. And I'm like, you know, I didn't say this, but I felt like being like, not my first rodeo. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, <laughs> you know, get to it. yeah, I was not nervous. I was like, I was all excited. I remember going into the OR and just like looking around and looking at all the tech and like checking it out and stuff like that. And, you know, until they, they asked you to count back from 10. Until they didn't even do out. that. They didn't even do that. I don't even know if they said we're going to give something to relax you. Like, I think they may have said something like that. But like, I remember like looking around and just being like, all right, I'm here. I'm ready. And then boom, next thing I know, I'm in recovery. Yeah. So I want to ask you about you had talked about your nipples okay. before and how you wanted them corrected. And I was curious when they do breast augmentation on you, do they have to reposition your nipple? Do they have to cut it out and actually put it in a different spot or how does that work? No. Um, in my case, they didn't. There are some people who choose to have the implant go in through the nipple, in mm -hmm. which case they'll cut like a little moon shape um, incision and do it there. Uh, there's also people who do it through the armpit, mm -hmm. um, which I guess is nice because then you don't have a scar. I just did the standard way of doing it, which is where they um, cut under the breast tissue and then insert it there because then, you know, when they, you know, you just you never see it and even if I didn't have my clothes on unless I'm doing jumping jacks you're not going to see the scar right, right. Um, but what I'm really interested in is you got your nipples pierced and you had mentioned that I paid for your nipples to be pierced yeah. for your birthday which I did yeah and you know because I was trying to be a good wife but why did you want your nipples pierced and what is the correction that you need done because of that nipple piercing? So tell me about why you wanted the nipple yeah, piercing. Yeah, so that was about 15 years ago. That was pretty early on in our dating. Well, we were married, weren't we? We probably were at that point. Yeah, I think we were married and, and <clears throat> I think I had found the bovine hormone and I had asked you why you wanted you know, to grow your breasts. And you said, I don't want to, I just want uh -huh. stimulation. And so I'm going to get my nipples pierced. Sure. So you found a place. Well, I just, I think I just found a local like tattoo piercer place. Like on, in a strip mall in the valley. It was, no, it was on, it was on Melrose Boulevard. Oh, we it were, was? Yeah. We were living over in um, Hollywood. Now, what was it upstairs? Yeah. I kind of remember it being yellow or orange or something. I don't remember. Um, but I just remember like, yeah, we went up to Melrose. It was a couple blocks up. And how did you find that place? And how long had you been thinking Probably about it? Probably found it on the internet. I don't remember how long I'd been thinking about it. Did you feel rushed and like you had to do something when I called you out on the bovine hormone? Did you feel like I need to cover up this hormone by doing, actually following through and getting my nipples pierced? Nope. No, no, I didn't. I think what I was doing was more akin to like, okay, if I can't do the um, hormones, and it wasn't the bovine was actually later, but this was just the it was? yeah, this was just the herbal, the herbal estrogens. The bovine stuff was what I was using right oh, before right. I actually right. transitioned. Act absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, I got him. Oh, so that's right. There was a, another bottle. Yeah. At at the wow. end where i was just well, no, there like there was a bottle in the beginning that i yeah, found yeah, yeah. and then there was a then there was you told me about something at the end so the yes. bottle i found was just an herbal thing yep and then right after that you wanted to get your nipples pierced so okay yeah and right. so i think it was like 
that didn't work and I did. I wanted the sensitivity. I wanted that experience. And so part of this goes to, again, the whole like feminization. How can I feminize myself? And and not that this was a fully, hold on, let me finish. Not that this was a fully coherent uh, conversation that I was having with myself. The thing is, is that I'd always envied women. I'd always been so enamored and and just in awe of what women had and what they could achieve. And I wanted that for myself. And so the nipple piercing people had talked about, women had talked about how piercing their nipples made them more sensitive. And so I thought, wow, if I could do that, maybe I could have sensitivity in my nipples like a woman can without having to do something that would sort of break the seal on my masculinity at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And you wanted me to get my nipples pierced. And I said, yeah, because I thought that would be hot. No, thank you. I I was like, I have enough sensitivity there. I don't need to add, and I don't need to add scar tissue to myself. That's one of the main things I was thinking about. Why would I want to add scar tissue? Which is what ended up happening to you. Yeah. So I had stopped wearing uh, the piercings probably after about, shortly after our daughter was born. Like within a year or two. Yeah, it just didn't seem cool anymore, like, to, to have them. And... Um, and so I took them out and the, um, holes closed up. It never really brought you the sensation that you wanted, right? No, it never did. I mean, the, the, the only time it ever like got a tweak out of it was when my, um, uh, you know, the, the, what do you call it? The shower, uh, sponge. Yeah. I'm trying to think, you know, those loofah loofah. once if they'd get caught over the barrel. Yeah. And like, oh, that would happen. And that was good or bad? No, that was bad. It sounds bad. No, that was bad. So they just weren't, yeah, it never brought me the the hope of (laughs) that stimulation that I wanted. And so anyway, so yeah, so they went away and then the holes closed up, but um, there was, you know, scar tissue. So as... Uh, I went on hormones and my, you know, breasts started to develop on their own. Mm-hmm. There were these two little lumps on each side, like two little, I, I like, this, I think I described them as like BBs under yeah. the skin. Yeah. And um, like you said, ball bearings, like, yeah, you know, skateboarders yeah. would understand. So um, anyway, so the doctor cut out the scar tissue mm-hmm. um, and hopefully, I mean, you know, everything is still healing. It's been about... Well, it was October, November, December, January, so uh, February. So it's been about four months now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they're still healing. Like, there used to be a lot of numbness, uh, which is normal. And so that numbness has gone away. But, you know, they're still, they're still healing. And I think mm-hmm. it usually takes about six months to a year for any type of surgery to really heal completely. So Well, what's funny is, yeah. like, with almost everyone that gets a breast augmentation, male, female, anyone that I know of, they always want to show you. And you're no exception. I came over here and you were like, you want to see? And I was like, not really. Did I? Really? Yeah, you didn't do a full reveal, but you had had a little issue with some of the tape that had caused something and you were, you know, wanting to, um, you were excited. And Um, I was like, well, I don't really want to see them yeah but, i think okay. i was just excited <laughs> you were excited yeah and it's natural um yeah the surgical tape um that they used because they used it to cover up the 
the uh, where they did the incisions and all of that Mm -hmm. and so they put like big strips of surgical tape across and then when I got out of anesthesia um, you know my body's response was to swell you know according to you know here's like this foreign object in my body now and so when it swelled it actually caused a blister um, there which was not fun Um, and so anyway so I was maybe showing you that but but you were excited also. Oh, God, of course I was. And, I'm still excited. Yeah, and I was, and I, I'm happy for you. Uh-huh. It was bizarre at the time. Like, I'm more comfortable with it now. Uh-huh. I'm a little more used to it. But at first, it was like, wow, this is wild because I, I have these flashbacks of you as my husband. Uh-huh. And, and every time you get a procedure done, it's like, just you're just further and further away. That memory is further and further away. Yeah. But um, you had said something to me that resonated, and it's so true, is that we don't have to, or I don't have to understand or approve of what you do in order to accept what you're doing. And that is powerful. And I like that. And I thought about that. It's like, yeah, I don't, I'm not like, yeah, you've got giant breasts now. That's so exciting. But at the same time, I totally get it. And I'm happy for you. Thank you. They could be bigger. Well, we should wrap this up. Yeah, we should. Um, oh, so, but finally, I will say that the, um, so what size are you? Oh, we're going there? Yeah, yeah. I'm, um, I'm a 38 double D. Okay. And probably on the upper end of that. Okay. Uh, and what would you think that I am? You're making me look. Um, yeah, well, I mean. Okay, all right, I can look at boobs. It's yeah. fine. What's the big deal? Um, I would say you are... Well, I don't know. If I'm a full double D, I would say you're a full D or double D. Yeah, I'm a D, 38D. Okay. Do I look bigger than you? Well, I think that you have more, you have more. So like I've like more projection mm-hmm. because like we talked about and mine's just you have more <laughs> oh, you know, more more just all around, you know. Lucky me. Well, no, like so like for example like here. Oh yeah, mine are closer together. Yeah. Um and mine are close together, but you have more like see here there's like the line, like the sort of like boob line. I don't know if there's it's not the decollete, but you know, so yeah. how mine sort of cleavage? like Well, like yeah, I guess. You have more you look like you have more cleavage, but but I get what you're saying. There's just more of mine. And yeah. I'm always having to like stuff mine into things. So like it's, it's, I'm like always tugging like this. I'm always, yeah, I'm having, you know, I'm noticing I have to do that a little bit. Yeah. Now so too. like I futz a lot with my tops and that makes me, it's just uncomfortable. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, in a, I'm not going to reduce mine because uh-huh. I don't want to have the surgery, but I could easily be smaller and be happy. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty happy. I think this is, like I said, I think the doctor gave me the right size without it being egregious. Yeah. Um, And I still get to fit all my clothes. And so I feel really happy about it. Yeah. So our, your tagline last time was, I hope this episode has been uplifting. Oh, yes. Then I think I said, and and not a drag. (laughs) Yes. So just that. Um, Thank you for tuning in. Uh, If you like this episode, please be sure, share, uh, please be share. To subscribe. Yes. Comment, share, like, and ask us what you want to know about because... We'd like to answer your questions if you have them. Sure. Yeah. And otherwise, thank you for watching and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning into The Rage. If you haven't done so already, 
please hit the like, share, and subscribe button now. We truly appreciate all your wonderful support. Find us on social media at The Rage Episodes and leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Want to get more involved? Join us on Patreon. Supporters receive extra benefits as well as access to member-only content. Thanks again and have a beautiful day.